Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Some Bullshit, a podcast where we talk about current events, life's misfortunes, and anything else that makes you say that's some bullshit. I, as always, am your host, Colin. I'm Greg. And I'm Caleb. I uh, I realized last episode I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> I just said I was the host. So Yeah, hopefully that was pretty was, great. Hopefully there was no confusion as to, you well, know. That's your name, the host. The host. Yeah. It's, it's oh, in parentheses. that's kind of cool. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, True. It's my, it's my, like, identity. True. The host. Yeah, well, I mean, the only thing that matters is that you introduce it to important people, so. Okay, that's not fair. The host <laughs> is kind of ominous, so. You know what I mean? It could be, like, my radio persona. Yeah. Welcome to the host. It's kind of creepy. It is a little bit. Like, the host hour? The host hour. Just plays, like, UFO sounds and stuff for an hour straight. Nothing else? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Just, like, weird ominous sci-fi noises. <laughs> so, I found a uh, article about um pennsylvania uh legalizing i guess delivery delivery robots um okay and i I don't know if that's for i don't know exactly what it's delivering because like delivering death probably probably i mean what my first thought is murder bots murder bots we all knew it was coming yeah well that's that's the next season that's 2021 the future is now yeah Yeah. it's pretty much 2021 yeah i mean we're close might as well just bring it on (laughs) We could just continue 2020 at this rate. Just, just 20, call the rest of it. 2022? Yeah. X2. Yeah. 2020 V2. We were just an alpha. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's the alpha of 2020. It's only going to get worse from here. COVID-19-2 uh, is going to come out and it's just going to be way worse. Dude, V2. Yeah. It's going to kill, it's going to kill everybody, not just old people now. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> well, it's pretty much how it works, right? Uh, I mean... Dude, speaking of which, I saw an article today about this uh, 102-year-old lady who, I want to say she beat the Spanish flu. What? She had cancer, beat cancer, and then had beaten COVID twice. What the hell? It's like an absolute survivor. We need her DNA. Yeah, straight up. I know. Get that DNA, and we just, we're just we like, this is the, farm the standard. Her. I didn't get her name, honestly. Farm I, her. I Don't her, say farm her. <laughs> well, like farm her XP, you know what I mean? Like get her, her traits. She does 102 levels of XP. <laughs> Whatever she has, we need it. Dude, old and resilient. That's as, perfect. As long as my old family members don't send me requests to help farm her on Facebook. <laughs> Comes oh, a no. suck. Your suck. aunt has destroyed your old lady farm. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Request help from your family. Yeah, dude, I got... The first that, watch, these so 12 funny. I got, I got a, an ad on Facebook or a, a message on Facebook. It was like... It was like Amy has destroyed your farm. I was like, what? What farm? I didn't even know I had a farm to protect. And it was like, download this app to like reattack. I was like, no, I'm good. Like, what? Dude. Imagine you like they buy you land and it's just burning somewhere. She's just like launching an attack on my on my on my fake virtual farm. I didn't like, even know I had it. It was inherited. I inherited. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what it was. And then she just burned it down. What a bitch. That's kind of rude. She just pillaged you for fun. I mean, it just, Aunt Amy's going crazy, man. <laughs> just burning down my farm. That's wild that it just gave you a farm. I was about to just log on and just destroy her shit. Just you should have just though. spent like 50 bucks, like we were it's saying. Like, just did so many <laughs> microtransactions. And oh, just, it's a war. <laughs> Buy just nukes just, and a full military. Imagine you could nuke her farm. He's like, yeah. Colin has responded by nuking your whole farm. <laughs> All your produce is radioactive. You're no longer allowed to play the game anymore. Yeah. Your Facebook account is deleted. Dude, Facebook games are wild. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, was it last episode? Or the episode yeah. before, but just the fucking like Farmville and games like that. I spent so much time playing Farmville in eighth grade. 
like too much time probably so did was the consensus that microtransactions started with the zuck yeah yeah the zuck did it he's he's pretty good about that the zuck lots of money there so i see why he did it true it, but it's it's weird for me because i really like mark zuckerberg but i never know if his intentions are like pure <laughs> like if I, he's if he's really just trying to like just get as much human data as he can or if he's like actually about like seems the, robotic. the tech he's pushing it's definitely like aliens put him here and they're studying us through him oh, that's one of the theories he's the no he's the first reptilian yeah yeah i mean that's so? that's the theory like elon musk and and uh and mark zuckerberg are like aliens and they're just here to they're pretty weird data, with it so do I alien shit yeah but i i mean it's like with this the stuff with the oculus like they bought oculus and is it because he really cares in the technology or is it because he sees it as some like future way to push ads or like to destroy people's farms he's actually just trying Money, to get probably. everybody's retina scans Damn. you think so he's just yeah. trying to farm eye data isn't that how like the uh chinese identify people they do like face retina scans. i think they just like look at them and say hey the chinese can't be trusted honestly <laughs> wait what you heard me that's a deeper problem what's going on here <laughs> the china they just can't be trusted dude i'm pretty sure like 90 percent of the things in this room are made in china no sorry i'll uh I'll uh, I'll re I'll restate that the Chinese government can't be trusted. Oh yeah, Chinese that's people fair. are actually pretty. Are Hong great. Kong was like, hey, we want to be a little bit free, and they were just like, yeah, shoot them. Yeah, yeah like, that's much. messed up. Down with the CCP, honestly. I don't even know what that means. It's the Chinese Communist Party. That one. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, definitely no more communism. I was gonna say Children's Palace. But <laughs> children's the Palace. Okay. The Chinese Children's <laughs> Palace. It's like an arcade or something. It's a little no, but like North HK Mall. <laughs> uh, to to circle back, I just I think like Mark Zuckerberg is all over the place, and I, I love what he's doing, and I love his ventures. But I just I want to believe he's got pure intentions, but I feel like there's some more malicious greed, like financial greed, going on there. I think it's definitely money driven. Yeah, I mean everything is right. It's hard At to say. Core. I mean, I want to look at people like Bill Gates, you know, other rich people, and just. There's two bank? of them, by the way. What? Two Bill Gates? It's Bill Gates, not Gate. Oh, okay. okay. So he's pluralized? <laughs> Come on, He's dude. just so rich, he's pluralized? Yeah. Nice. He's Bill Gates. And, uh, and I want to be like, he's a good person. Because, you know, he does a lot of good donations. A lot of people hate Bill Gates, though. I know. Well, I a think, lot of people help hate Bill Gates. I think it's whenever you're popular. Like, no matter the president, there's so many people that hate him, so many people that love him. And uh, I don't know. I always want to see the good side in people, at least. That's I know. I, I agree. I think... I think it's tough because it's like when you become, when you become that rich, like some people think you're using charity as a way to like get in good with God in a way. It's like, you mm -hmm. know, you did all this wrong when you were or coming up. Or just good morals. Like stepping on toes to get where you are. And mm -hmm. now you're like, oh shit, I got to really like repay. But I mean, I'm more on the, I'm less pessimistic about that kind of stuff. Like I think if he really didn't care, he would just keep the money. He wouldn't be doing all the stuff he's doing for like you know, water reuse and places where water's hard to get and stuff like that. Yeah, like fresh water. And I, it's just like, I I would think on all, all of us, if we became rich like that, I think we all have an upper limit to, to like what we'd spend. I don't need like a bazillion dollar mansion. I would just be like, well, I, I need this much and the rest like I can just help people with. Yeah, I get that. I would hope that most people act that way. And I, you know, I wish it was more that way, but. I think though like, it's kind of it's kind of like uh like poisoning to your mind though at the same time. When like you get you, that you kind just of have money? so much money, you're like, Well, I don't really need this, but I could buy it. Like 
Yeah, we yeah. were talking. I was talking to I was talking to Reagan yesterday, my girlfriend, about that. It's like fame changes people. Like we were talking about specifically like One Direction for whatever reason, <laughs> and uh, it's like they started out as like this in, like this group of like really close friends, and then they all became famous after X Factor, and they started touring and stuff, and now they're all like doing their own thing. The solo like, stuff. Eventually, it's like that happens with a lot of those groups too. Yeah, I mean, money and fame eventually just kind of tears everything apart. So it's like it, it weighs. It raises the question. It's like, is anybody rich? Like, actually, still the same person? Or like, if and it's definitely it makes you question their morals for sure. Like, are they doing good things because they feel like they have to? Which is sort of an, like a pessimistic. Way I feel to like look a good example them. of someone who stayed the same, at least, you know, from what I've seen, is someone like Post Malone. Like he's still like a kid at heart, but he I I I don't know. You don't see him like he's gone kind of crazy. Yeah, that's Certainly. well, that's because he's like he's he's like partying hard and stuff. Yeah. But I I think it's just like a kid growing up. But I don't think his his core has changed that much. I'm worried though. I don't want to lose him. Yeah, he's kind of, kind he's of yeah. He's definitely either. like top top ten protected. Like we need to keep him. <laughs> we gotta we gotta protect Post Malone for sure. yeah, all costs. He's a coveted being. <laughs> coveted being. <laughs> Yo. I just thought of something. Speaking of top, top uh, secret, there. Yeah, top. Yeah, I thought you were Speaking just gonna stop top, at top. <laughs> no, um, I was. I've been applying for jobs and stuff, mm-hmm. and I found this this job. I don't remember the company, but it required like top secret clearance. Yeah. And I was reading about like how to get because I was just curious how to go about getting it. Was it top secret music production? Yeah. Like. Yeah, the secret what in the service. Heck is you have to work, you have to work what, with what is Dre. That you have to... <laughs> Dude, I making alien music. Well, so TS isn't something you can just get. Like that, your employer has to request it on your behalf. Yeah, I was government. about to say, can can I just go request top? Like, because no. what what it sounded like was like no, none of it, it is. So for for cyber uh, clearances or something that I'm all too familiar with, and I've been rejected for a lot of jobs from not for not having any clearances. A lot of them but would how say, are you supposed to get it? Yeah, that's that's, that, well, that's, that's where I was going. Was like. How do you get a job that requires it, but will also help you get it if you well, don't so, have it? So some companies will, they'll ask for people, it's like, have one or to have a top secret clearance or, or a clearance in general, or have the ability to obtain one, but they're really just interested in people who already have them because there's enough people out there for like who contractors who do already have them. Yeah. But like I've been, I've applied for positions that are like, you know, uh, it'll just say have the ability to get a top secret oh like clearance. you have you meet all the requirements yeah but i mean apparently top secret clearances are gnarly like they like interview your friends and your family and yeah you have to give them a list of like the people you've interacted with in the last six years and like, that's wild they call everybody they check they like check them out fully. a big thing too is like if you have any family that lives out of the country they'll just like they'll shut you down like the whole thing i kind of i mean i i get it it makes sense yeah it's a little, little i'm in discriminatory, the thing. But, discriminatory but, but now i've kind of made it a uh, a sub goal of mine to get some sort of clearance. The uh, clearance, like I'm interested. It's wild to me that they they required you have clearance. That's like asinine to me. It's like an intro job that says you must have six years experience. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like, no, you can't be an intro job and then have six years experience required. Yeah. I mean, so I think honestly, what they're looking for at that point is like six years of like personal experience. It's like yeah. in school experience, like in technology. Really it's like, stretch you know, it I've, been, I've been like building and repairing computers for the last four years, so that's yeah. like four years of like IT experience or something. You could probably, yeah, definitely. You, you could, could argue that. budget, yeah. yeah. But with with clearances and stuff, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting thing because it's it, it almost adds like an extra level of like. Um, access to the job it's like not only you have to answer all these questions are you a u.s citizen what kind of 
qualifications do you have? But then yep. it's like, can we interview you and everybody you know to make sure like you're not a terrorist? So they yeah. actually interview like like a hundred people. They would go. You. They would go as deep as they, they can. It goes deep. Bro. It takes like a year to get a top well, secret clearance. Is there like levels of top secret clearance? Well, there's there's, there's secret, yeah. top secret, and classified. Well, that's they're just named that and way. Classified, yeah. Oh, classified's got to be dope. There's like classified is actually the most basic one. Oh, there's well, there's yeah. a, I think there are a couple more too. I I don't want to misspeak. I could pull up a list real quick if you guys want to. So you think I could be like? Could I go get classified? I don't know. You're sus, bro. It'd be you kind think of so. It'd be I kind of strange. <laughs> I mean, even the fact that I know you, like my goal might be just terminated, bro. <laughs> you, you might be ruining my chances. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just be so sus, man. Are you just be like, uh, can I go? I gotta get out of here. I just gotta go scratching. to Bangladesh. <laughs> oh, no, not, not Bangladesh. Kazakhstan. All right, so this website, Go Government, it looks like the four main types Sounds of security legit. clearances. <laughs> four main types of security clearances are confidential, secret, top secret, and sensitive compartmented information. So confidential is like the basic, yeah. Confidential I think yeah. in that order. So I think I think I said basic. classified you instead said classified, of yeah. yeah. You're on a list for clicking that site for sure. <laughs> You're not allowed. You think me looking at that? excluded yeah. me from getting it yeah they're like yeah he's he's google like, i'd like to think, I've been, I'd like to think I've been like interviewed or like thought through for a potential to get a clearance out of all the applications i've submitted oh they're like you're like in the top like 20 or something no i mean i think like maybe they've like started to look in maybe i don't know wouldn't it be so cool though to just like like not even get a job with with that but just to walk around and be like yeah dude i have top secret clearance <laughs> well, I don't think, just flaunt it. Uh, you think, need that. You need that uh, classified or what? It's like, in I don't order know to shit, get it, but <laughs> in order to get it, I think you have to get like you can't just be a guy and have one. I think you have to like get a job and then get one. But I think if you like get laid off, you can keep it. Like it's transferable. It's a f- what? It well, kind of makes sense because you have to. It, then you know that knowledge if you've seen anything. It's like a certification. Like as long as you possess it, possess it. I think it has to be renewed every now and then. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think from, they take your brain when you get fired. Dude, imagine Dude, they just put they replace you. Did they, they Disney you? Did yeah, they yeah. hit you with just the, uh, the your MIB, head? the Men in Black? Uh... The, <laughs> they replace you with a pedestrian. The neuralizer. They they replace you with a pedestrian. They probably replace you with the stupid robots that are stealing people's jobs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably no one would really notice for me. No, <laughs> they're definitely still just bot a bot. Greg. Bot Greg. Bot Greg. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 But to circle back to the whole like the initial conversation about. Uh, the the pedestrian robot which is so just far gone at this point which is which is yeah but i mean we started talking about bot greg which is it's just funny because it's like i don't know that i'd want like i guess pseudo sentient robots delivering food for me yeah okay i'm i don't think they're any close to sentient <laughs> sentient well that's what pseudo yeah but i don't even think you could call them pseudo well, not yet, but I, I feel like eventually they're going to be there, right? The like, only that's the thinking plan. they do is processing their environment to know which way to go. It's like a Tesla, I guess, at that point. Yeah, exactly. So the thing that I, I didn't see, like, what they're going to be initially doing deliveries for. Yeah. I, my, my thought is maybe, like, mail or groceries or something like that. I, but would, I would imagine, like, don't replace Walmart. mailmen, dude. That's the thing. They're a staple of the community. Yeah. That, that would be kind so of sad. And a, okay. the... <laughs> Get them out of here. <laughs> you speaking from experience? We're pissed. No. <laughs> hey, Charles. <laughs> fuck you, Charles, if you're out Charles there. Yeah, if you're the listening, postman. fuck you. <laughs> Stop having sex with my wife. <laughs> Stop delivering mail to my house. <laughs> 
That's ridiculous. People say that like, what do they say? Uh, they gotta sort their mail. The people use that as a, like a, a what like a met- not a metaphor, whatever the word is for I'd sex. Say metaphor. So, uh, I gotta euphemism. Go sort- yeah, you sort the mail. I heard Rhett say euthanasia? that. Euthanasia. Yeah, and did you you listen to the podcast? To the Ear Biscuits podcast. Yeah, he's like, we were sorting our mail, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then they kind of enlightened us. Well, I think I think he was just using it as like a goofy. Well, so euphemism. did so does Link. I guess it's maybe it's like a, a I North think Carolina maybe it's an thing. inside joke now East Coast? because of that. Because of that podcast, oh, I they made it. Yeah. yeah, I think they they individually sorted the mail. Well, the the way they <laughs> together they, they prefaced no. <laughs> it was that they and stop. <laughs> that's the that's the conspiracy theory, right? <laughs> oh no, the fanfic. Yeah. The it, oh, fanfic? have you seen their episodes where they do fanfic? <laughs> Dude, it's so sexual. Oh, I don't. So I don't. Sexual. I don't want anything to do with Rhett and Link fanfic. I think, I think fanfics and sexual are like t- like they're married. They're the same word. Yeah. yeah they're sorting sure. their mail. They're all definitely the time. synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I I feel like it's an, a term more than i'm gonna i'm gonna google it right now what sorting the mail sorting you, the mail you're gonna look up sorting the mail it's just gonna be a it's gonna be a picture gonna, of the mailman that's that's having sex with your wife dude it's just like <laughs> it's gonna be fucking your bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just usps pages sorting your mail <laughs> no because i mean for just to add some clarification to what we're talking about there's a, a very popular youtube channel called a uh, good mythical morning and the two creators on that Rhett and link they have a podcast called um Ear biscuits. Not affiliated. Not affiliated. Not sponsored or any or anything. True. Yeah. But uh not a sponsor. Not, yet. not a sponsor. But but they had they, they had an episode where they were talking about um like Rhett and his wife were sorting the mail and they were using it as like an innuendo for I guess like having sex. And what Greg is doing some research to find out if that's like a real mail. No, it's not. It's I not. think, it's, I it's think like, you're it right. Can't well, be. The way they said it though is like they had been I guess I guess since they're best friends forever, they've been using it forever. And I thought it was carried over from their like growing up oh, okay no it's just a good inside joke just I like guess. a solid I really inside joke. dug deep and uh let me see and i found an urban dictionary for mail let's see what the definition is <laughs> that's not digging deep that's like the second option on google <laughs> no, no i dug deep and clicked the very first link that popped up on google when i it's, his in face Northern just Ireland. Lit up. his search bar says sorting the mail urban dictionary <laughs> it actually does that's like wait hold up hold up I i'm pretty so sure it's deep. verbatim sorting the mail urban dictionary <laughs> it's the it. second one okay i, I dug deep <laughs> In Northern Ireland, the term mailing someone refers to flirting over text. Did you mail him last night? Yeah, we're meeting up at the weekend. Why didn't they At the concert. The yeah, yeah, they're going to see They're, they're going, going to, to see the, the weekend. Yeah. Oh, they're, but they're like, they're like at him? They're like, they're, they're with him? No, it was a yeah, tweet. They actually table. just like mentioned him. All right, I'm going to like that. Dude. Like so while he's doing Flirting that. with someone over text is called mailing. Yeah, I'm going to mail my wife later. All right, dude. Mailing her right now. The mailman's busy, actually. Charles, get away! <laughs> I swear, Charles is mailing her right I now. I swear, if you're sorting mail over there. <laughs> That's one letter off from just nailing, you know. True. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. What are they doing over there in Ireland? I don't know. That's go from mailing to nailing. You think that's the mailing to nailing? That's their phrase, I bet. Look that other than nailed her. It's probably like, dude, I'm not Urban Dictionary. I'm not the Urban Dictionary. Guy. I mean, you have it open. You might as okay, well mail check. to nail. <laughs> mail, mail to nail. That's like a nailing. There's a definition nailing. for Let's hear it. What's mail the it in? Come on. Mail it in. Hold on. We got to <laughs> mail it in. This is the Urban Dictionary segment where we just hang out. To stop caring about a task or event before mm. the task is complete, to not care about it anymore and mail it in. That's like phoning it in. Uh, Stupid. Nailing. Yeah, but like, well, you know what nailing is. Before, <laughs> before, before, before the, the telegram. telegram. 
My mom came home when I was nailing Susan in the ass. What? Come on. What? I was just reading. You asked me to. Nothing makes me more fun and no more happy than the fucking um the Urban Dictionary sentences. Like you yes. like the use in a sentence mm-hmm. Urban Dictionary. Or like great Amazon reviews. Those are those are the best. Yeah, if you ever want to have a good laugh, just read the sugar free gummy bear Amazon oh, yeah. reviews. Those are my fucking that's favorite. Just, that's oh, a is classic. He, like, famous on there for that? Who? The guy is or what is sugar free? Oh, you <laughs> mean the guy. Sorry, I thought it was his like username. No, but it's not, just like the sugar-free. username sugar free gummy bear. It's no, like, yeah. literal, <laughs> like the literal actual, the object. The the food, the consumable sugar free gummy bears, people just leave insane reviews because if I don't know if any of you have ever been unfortunate to eat, unfortunate enough to eat sugar free gummy bears, but they're mm-hmm. essentially laxatives. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I've been trying to find them. They they discontinued the the ones specifically <laughs> on Amazon. They, produce, they should just sell them as laxatives. They now. produce just major butt water. That's crazy. Yeah, it's awful. I had a bag. I remember I was hanging out with my with my good buddy. Um, I was coming back from his lake house and we stopped at Bucky's and I got a pack of sugar free gummy bears. And I was younger at the time and I didn't know, dude. And I I, I nearly shit my pants like three times on the ride home back to my what? House. <laughs> you had soup soup bowls. I was close. Oh no bowls bowls. Man, you really flex your gluteus, I bet, a whole bunch. Dude, you kind of just have to. Because it was like an hour and a half drive, too, and I was just sitting there, like, just churning up mean a storm in my stomach. You should have, you should have just, you should have rang my bell and been like, I gotta go. Just let me out and just on the side. Or you could have just rolled down the window. Okay. This is now the second episode we've talked about like butt related stuff. I don't I don't want it to become a trend, but it kind of is, though, already. Well, I found a great urban dictionary. Nope. We have to hear it. No, it's, it's totally PG. Take a Trump. Take Go ahead a, and guess. Take a Trump. Take a Trump. Uh, is it where you like? I feel like y'all could yeah, get this I one. Don't... Does it have anything to do with like bodily functions? Oh yeah. Oh, so it's like just peeing on yourself? No, or no, no, no. But what does that rhyme okay. with already? <laughs> Come on. Don't say peeing. On, it's not a, take a R Kelly. <laughs> well, I mean, Trump had Trump R Kelly as well. So true. Did he really? It was, no, someone yeah, R Kelly. He took a Trump. But... So. Oh, someone R Kelly on him? Is it making like a toupee <laughs> out of duty or something? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit happens. Take a Trump. Uh, no, Caleb. I it, guess. I guess peeing on yourself. Okay, so it's a massive dump that takes ten to fifteen times to flush. <laughs> 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 After Thanksgiving, I had to take a Trump. <laughs> oh God, dang it! What is that in reference to, dude? Uh, have you ever been, ever wonder what the like the White House like presidential bathroom looks like? No, Probably white. I don't. I'm curious, dude, because I, I have, I've I always know. had like a a thing for like fancy bathrooms. I really like fancy bathrooms. Like oh. when I'd go to a nice restaurant, I would always go to the bathroom yeah. just to see what it looks like. True. The yeah. loo. Just out of curiosity, my eyes are watering like crazy right now. It's okay. okay. I'm like crying. You're so happy. I'm just so stoked about this <laughs> fancy bathroom. It's sugar-free gummy bears of the eyes. <laughs> just everything. Everything. I'm just so cheery. Isn't there a skit on? Um, there's some. I think it's a Keen Peel skit about like an executive bathroom or something. Then it's just hilarious. Dude, Key and Peele are fucking comedy geniuses. I, yeah, I wish I had like 1% the genius level they did. It's such a smart idea for a show, too, because it's, it's basically like some bullshit the show. Like, they just have an idea. <laughs> they have an idea for a skit, and then they just make it. Yeah. They follow it. They, they like take the base idea, then find out the best way to make it funny, and then do it. It's like high production SNL. It yeah. really, it was it like really is. SNL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it could be on SNL. Honestly, can we talk about how fucking awful SNL has been these last few years? I haven't watched it since I've been like 13. I know, There's the a reason point. for that, yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> basically, I probably stopped tuning out. Basically, ever since Trump got elected, it's been it's been bad. But even yeah. before then, like they just just haven't had it. 
I don't know. There was a good there was a good bit there from like fifteen to seventeen. That was like solid SNL stuff. Me and me and Caleb have talked about this a lot, but my favorite um chunk of seasons was when like Andy Samberg and, and the rest of those guys were on. Yeah. And I mean I even found and that was my favorite, like the Seth Meyers, Andy Samberg era. Oh yeah. Um, but I found even some enjoyment even after they had left. But just especially lately, it's all just like Yeah. It's turned into like John Oliver. Like it's kind, all yeah, just like it, all it does feel political more political jokes. lately. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. So again, I mean there's there's room for that. You could joke about politics, but it's like it seems a lot of for an hour every Saturday. But it's, Saturday, but it's like also kinda... like it's also a show that is based on like current events and stuff like that. Like the, it's not just about comedy. Like it's a it's a social like well, it's a social commentary. Yeah, for sure. But you can you can like, and when the entire like when all of society is so wrapped up on politics, it's like what else are you going to talk about? Really? Uh, yeah, I mean they're definitely a product of their environment, but yeah. fuck them for it. You know, true. Yeah, it's an awful show, especially now. I don't know. I liked all the the guys that came in, like Seth Meyers and like Bill Hader and stuff. Will always have just like the they're top legends. spot. They're going to be like they're 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 like this generation's Adams or Adam Sandler and like David Dana Spade Carvey and, and uh, those guys. Dana yeah. Carvey, yeah, they, they've they've kind of taken that cake. And I mean, I love Lorne Michaels, and I think he's a genius. But yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't think the show is a reflection of him. But just like right now, it's not a very good show. I'm just glad that well, it's boring. Who's uh, I always forget her. Oh, Kate McKinnon. I'm glad she's still doing her Kate thing. Kate McKinnon's funny. Yeah. Kate McKinnon adds a lot of comedic value because it's like it's one of those things where like <laughs> this is a touchy subject, but like women in comedy mm-hmm. is like is a really mixed bag because there are a lot of women in comedy who just straight up aren't funny. That's not to say like women it goes funny. either way. Like Yeah, and I mean there are a lot of guys in comedy that aren't funny. But like it seems like more so that women because they're women get brought up to a higher level. Yeah, they get they get held to a higher standard. Like Amy Schumer. It it's amazing to me Amy Schumer ever made it to any sort of fame. Yeah. Because she was never funny. Yeah, she maybe had a few. Well, she had like she was decent good. in movies. Well, but, like, I was gonna as say, didn't she as, some of a few of those movies that were. Well, yeah, funny? I mean her movies. I'm not talking about her movies. I'm talking about her stand. Like her actual stand up. Yeah, stuff. like her actual comedy. Never listened to it. You'd better off. But <laughs> but like it, it's amazing to me. And and so people like Kate McKinnon really just sort of save that. Ali Wong is another good one. Um Sarah Silverman is another really good example of Silverman's a funny female. Great. Yeah. Um and I don't mean to say funny female, like a derogatory in a derogatory way, but there are a lot of really good female comedians out there. You just have to know where to look. And I think like what's good in popular culture isn't necessarily a uh, a huge indication of who's actually funny in that space. Yeah, for you sure. You have to kind of look at the club scene, like um, Laugh Factory, and the sort of the smaller female comedians to really find ones that are that are comedy, that are, that are like really friendly towards the comedy space. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I, that's kind of what like saves SNL right now too. Is just, I think the fact that she's still there. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you as long as you keep those golden people around, you're gonna have a good show. Well, and, and like Michael Che and like Colin Jost and them, like they're all funny too. I don't know if you've seen uh, Michael Che is hilarious. Yeah, his stand up is Colin. Great. Yeah, I mean, I, I I really like Michael Che. I like Colin as well. Um, I I personally I don't think you'll they'll ever be able to replace Seth Meyers. Seth no. Meyers just brought an energy that just like I used to even at, like after Andy left, I would just skip to the. I would just watch on Hulu and I would watch, um, just skip to his portion of the show. And I just, would just watch Seth Meyers' portion That's of it. great. Because he was like the only reason I watched the show anymore after Andy Samberg left. But. Yeah, man. And I mean, he's doing his own thing now on late, 
The Late Show or whatever. Uh, I don't. All those titles are all the same. The Late, so I late always Night confuse them. Show. I think it is the Seth Early Myers. Late Show <laughs> with Seth Myers. The Early Morning Late Night Show. The Just After Ten, right before Eleven Show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please tune in. <laughs> but I, I mean, big respect to all those guys. Hopefully, I mean SNL can probably make a comeback if they just. What well, now that now that Biden is pretty much guaranteed to win this election? Yeah. Like, they're not going to have shit to complain about. I don't think I think so. they should still. Well, the, I just mean, to they keep still, up the, those, there's the still going to be some polarity. good content coming from it, but I think hopefully less so. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what their viewer numbers look like. It honestly, it feels like they kind of got like the easy track, like the, the kid roller coaster, you know? Yeah. Like they just, they were just like, oh, Trump's elected. Well, there's all of our writing for the there's, next four yeah, years. Four years of just <laughs> Trump jokes. Right. And I mean, and that's why I say like it, it gets laughs, but it's lazy. Yeah. And like SNL has never been lazy. They've been like pioneers in that space for so oh, long. Yeah. So it's weird to see them just being taking the easy way out. Yeah, I think the one thing to to remember though is like they are the the forefront of like bringing up new comedians and new new acts. And so it's like it's good to try to support them at the same time, especially if you're into that comedic scene and like everything. So. That's super true. And then another a really cool thing is that a lot of the comedians are getting picked up from like small stages and they're they're doing like more netflix stuff like yeah. voice acting stuff which is really cool because that's a really good that's a really good place for talent because there's a lot of really creative shows you can't do in real time but you can do in an animated space like big mouth or uh rick and morty and shows like that even family guy simpsons like they have so much creative um freedom yeah that you can't do on like a real show so it really gives places for talented individuals like comedians and other voice actors to shine oh for sure Dude, animated comedy, just different level. Greg, you're being really quiet over there. Yeah, I just don't have much on this. <laughs> He's like, Y'all I just are way it. over me with all these name dropping. I'm just like Googling <laughs> these people. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just- I'll give you one more. One of my favorite uh, comedians right now is uh, Beth Stelling. Oh, haven't heard of her. Yeah, her her specials are great. She was on that uh, Netflix show that had, it was like the 30 minute like new act show. I don't remember what it was called though. Comedians of the World, that one? No. It was something before that, and it had just like four different comedians. It had like a, uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, yeah, it had had a bunch of different people. But she like stood out, and then she just had a new special come out on Netflix like a month ago. Beth Stelling, huh? Yeah, pretty well, good. I'll check her out. I'll check her out. Yeah, I mean, we we sort of took a detour around uh, <laughs> <laughs> voice actors, SNL, stand up comedy. So sorry about that. If that's not your point of interest but as you'll as you'll know now nah, fuck them honestly right as you'll know with this from listening to the previous episodes of this podcast we tend to go off on tangents that's kind of what we're about it's our so thing it's our thing yeah i mean it's ours no one else no one yeah, else fuck you we own tangents we we own tangents i hated calculus bro we're gonna go to, go to calculus or what yeah, honestly, I was I, I I didn't take a straight up calculus class. The only class, the last calculus class I took was uh, algebra with calculus. Thank God. Really? Because I like would have done so poorly. Freshman year, what? <laughs> uh, sophomore year, and then it was stats. After that, I took three years of stats. Yeah. Jesus, I took calculus, uh, and I had never taken it in high school. A lot of people had. They yeah, took it at least yeah, I had. A, I hadn't taken it either. I was behind. Yeah, so I had the same thing. Hard. I got up to what was the last class? I think pre cal in, yep. in high school. Really? That was the last thing I took. Yeah. I wish I could have taken that. <laughs> there was there were people in our grade that took like AP calculus. Yeah, that was like school credit calculus. Crazy. Yeah, Christian. Um, he took I think AP or he took Cal one and Cal two in high school. Holy and shit. so he got like either what a he, nerd. Yeah, he was. He got 
a letter from the dean to just go, I think, straight to Cal 2. That's insane. At UTSA? Yeah, UTSA. That's impressive. I was like, that's kind of cool. So what does it was, go up to? Three? Yeah. Uh, I there's there's it's not called cal 3 after that there's no there's like uh they probably designate it to the certain like fields right yeah like, yeah you go to specific topics after yeah that. so it's just like pretty much applications of calculus after that and so yeah i took up to cal 3 and then you take other courses related to that it all I just had a math minor it all just of. makes me sort of do you have a math minor i have enough credits to have one so i have a minor in astronomy but enough in math can you double minor i don't yeah. i don't think you okay. can can you if you get enough credits for it, yeah, as long as you qualify for it. Could yeah. you just apply for it and be like, well, hey, I have all this? There's certain degree plans that you have to follow, and if you don't follow them, you can't graduate. Like, they have to get, like, a certain plan authorized mm. through, like, whoever's the qualifier for degrees. Like, you know, like... Qualifier. <laughs> qualifi sorry. Whoever, degree like, god? Yeah, whoever the degree god's like, yeah, that looks good. You can do that. And so there's a minimum requirement for degrees that you have to have. And so a lot of them don't... don't I, th I think worry about getting double minors. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I had thought about getting a minor in something while I was pursuing my Oh, my you have bachelor's. no minors? No, I, well, I don't have, no. Hey, listeners. Cullen here, punching in from the editing room. The next bit of the podcast took a pretty severe left turn, and we felt that it didn't really follow the rest of the episode, so we decided to take it out. Sorry for the cut. Back to the episode. But anyways. No, but I was I was talking about I could have gotten a minor in uh, in something oh, yeah. when I was pursuing my when I was pursuing my bachelor's, but like the opportunities for business were in the business college were really nothing I was interested in other than cybersecurity. It's like I could have came out with like a focus in cybersecurity and a minor in accounting, but like nothing puts me more to sleep than like accounting classes. Yeah, I was about to say because there's a lot of overlap. That was like the one class I actually enjoyed in college. Accounting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you never like, went. How'd you enjoy it? Because I didn't have to go and still got an A. <laughs> You're catching up to attack me, dude. It's, it's fine, dude. He's about to just get clawed. Yeah. He just okay. came up here to claw me. He's extra aggro from the vet today, so he's just kind of... Uh, all... Is that why he's, he's all upset? Mm-hmm. Nice. I saw the note on your uh, on your fridge. I was going to remind you. Yeah, I just wouldn't touch him. He's chilling. All right. He's just kind of hanging out. <laughs> but... um. I was about to say, like, in physics, there's a lot of overlap in the math field, so it's, like, super easy to get, like, a minor in math. Yeah, that like, makes what sense. What else do you get a, like, what overlaps business a lot? Because business itself is kind of Should have got an art minor. But, yeah, I mean, that's what I've never <laughs> understood. Imagine, get a literature minor. Just write this paper and you have a lit degree. Just Jeez. so lit. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm so lit. Um no, but there's a there's not much overlap, and it's it's weird to me that you could just get a degree in business because it's something that's like, what does that even mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I've always thought. Like, I have a business degree, but like, what do you mean you have a business degree? Do you have yeah, a business that, I mean that's in, like, why I always that's why something? I always say I have a cybersecurity degree. Like, my bachelor's in cybersecurity. Yeah. It came from the business college, but it's in cybersecurity. Yeah, yeah. so that it's makes like, sense. But it's like it's not it's not a it is technically it's a it's a business uh, bachelor's administration or. A, bachelor's in business administration um it, with a focus in cybersecurity, but it's like so BBA. for the first like two years it was pretty much business but then for the last two years it was all cyber it was all cyber so yeah i i don't so the core was business pretty much that's what, yeah that's what happened yeah that's yeah. how because there's another there's the other program the version uh, uh, my other roommate sean is in is uh is the cs the computer science cybersecurity side yeah and that has a lot more programming and a lot more math in it that's more akin to like an engineering degree and I knew I really didn't want to code or like do any sort of like software engineering 
So it was kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I don't get why they made you like do business and then cyber. What's the overlap there? I just think because cybersecurity by itself probably couldn't stand as a degree. There's no like IT degree, like information um, technology degree. IT is in the business college. It's probably like so. I bet you there's a few schools that have something. Probably, I'd, I'd imagine it's more of an associate level degree or a trade though. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, if I could have just done an IT degree, I would have done that. But like, cause yeah. that's what my my master's is in. It's a master of science in information technology with yeah. a focus in cybersecurity, which is so long-winded, but. Yeah. It's weird how they get more specialized. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Uh, you also, level. like you couldn't fit that on one line on a resume. Right. No, I, I have to do MSIT in cyber. <laughs> that's crazy. That's my, that's my official like title for it, which is cool. Cause I mean like in what, two semesters, I'll have another diploma. Yeah. I'll be double diploma. You could just double you need to hang them both up Double somewhere. deed. Damn. Yeah, they're both gonna go above where Caleb is sitting um in my room above the couch he's sitting on. Nice. That'd be cool looking. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, ideally to 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 sort of segue off that topic, I like I like this setup, but it would be so much cooler to have like a podcast room. It's like not practical at all because we're broke, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool to have like an area that's like designated as like we just go here and that's the studio. We could like that would be too hard. I was we thinking could, we could like rent a room at uh not rent a room, but like get a room at UTSA. That'd Dude, be, if one, it, it, I was oh, the way I was thinking crazy. is like if even one of us had like a shed that wasn't in use, you could just put sound paneling up in the shed and just turn yeah. that into the podcast room. There's also like we could build like uh portable like boxes, uh conditioning boxes. What do you mean? Basically they're just like big rectangles that you just fill with padding and then you can move them anywhere, set them so that they can kind of like encapsulate like the sound within, yeah Interesting. honestly this setup's pretty dope though. it's not bad it's fine like caleb was saying before we started the podcast we do need a little bit of audio treating though um that that we could be doing with like acoustic paneling yeah um but nothing too bad a lot of that you can do in post like he was like he did uh for the last episode if you listen to episode three mm-hmm. um he he handled a lot of the audio mixing for that episode and it ended up being really good now i see you have a cat friend yeah and my buttons are a little bit more sensitive i think so he's just kind of he luckily didn't walk on my laptop <laughs> yeah like i have no he's gonna table freeze space. yours up again that's why i was like please don't hit r or spacebar please. yeah i was i was thinking about that he comes over there and just pauses the recording and it's gonna <laughs> mess everything up we just pause hmm? we just pause we would just pause yeah, yeah just, and pause. just pick back up um i did um have another thing written down that we could talk about if you guys want to sure about uh this past Friday, I guess yesterday, yeah, as of this recording, uh, the House of Representatives voted to legalize marijuana. Oh, yeah. For the first time in history. List. Yeah. It, like as a federal law? Yeah. yeah. So it would be federally decriminalized. Um, but as, as one of our other roommates, John, mentioned, um, it essentially doesn't matter because the Senate is just going to turn it down. Very possibly. Uh, there's the, a high likelihood the Senate just turns it down, but it, it is it's monumental because the House of Representatives for the first time have agreed to uh, decriminalize it. Yeah, and least. this is just days to a week after uh, the UN declassified it as a uh, as a drug, and it's probably pressuring. You know, yeah, like I, I as soon as they do that, I imagine all the countries are going to be like, well, I mean, if they're if we're doing it as a whole, maybe we should look into it, like segmentedly well yeah and i mean like you think about the the tax benefits that places are getting from this and the amount of money the amount of income from um and i guess it won't become such of a tourist um profit area anymore if it's federally legal because you want to go anywhere to get it but 
like it still brings in a lot of money from out of towners like if you travel in from somewhere out of country where it's not legal or something into the u.s like it still brings in tourism revenue it still brings in like tax revenue that yep. uh and in the and as like as we talked about like a couple uh episodes ago like that revenue could be used for things like rehab and i was just gonna like say that so the the money the taxes for uh essentially what they're trying to do with this is like sort of like go back on the war on drugs yeah and the tax from the legalization is going to go back into communities affected by the sort of like the the bias laws that have affected sort of underfunded um more typically african-american like minority communities yep. over time because you know they've just they've been hit more they've been um, the target <laughs> they've been the target of these laws they're sort of adversely affecting one specific group yeah um in these sort of poor communities which is so like if if it gets passed and all the right procedures are in there i think it's going to be monumental like yeah i mean still states are it's still not legalized everywhere right because no. the states still have their own laws. Well, if, so if it's still it was, only going to be legal where it is legal now. Well, no. If it was decriminalized federally, you couldn't get... I guess at a state level, you could still get charged for it. Yeah, exactly. Because wherever the... Because like, the state law presides. Yeah. Because wherever the government's leaning on, the states can... But that would yeah. mean that now in places where it is state, it's legal in the state, it would also be federally legal. Because yeah. previously, if you were like pulled over by a federal agent in Colorado, you could still get tried for possession of marijuana. Which is... Because it was federally illegal. Yeah, I know. But you should respect the state's law at that point. Like, Well, yeah. And, that's and why I, that person had... They had, a lot of, they had a lot of issues, and they still do, where it's like some dispensaries and stuff can't take a card because th there aren't any banks that... Yeah, when we went to Colorado... Yeah, they, we had yeah, to pay cash. There aren't... There are no... Like, a lot of banks won't handle those transactions yeah. because it's, quote-unquote, drug money. Yeah. Which is insane to me because it's like it's money. Just hold my money. I'm trying to give you money. That's how you make money as a bank. Yeah, is you is you take my money that I made as a legitimate business. And it's like a bank's a not a federal institution. It's backed no, by some a of federal, them aren't. Yeah, it's 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 definitely but... it's it's a weird time for laws because a, several, a couple of years ago the farm bill passed um, both the House and the Senate that le uh, that legalized the growth of hemp, which is like mm -hmm. CBD and stuff like that. Yeah. But hemp was a great product. It was used for a lot of things. And yeah, and I mean, people smoke it recreationally too, just like they do weed. But the only thing is, there's no psych uh, psychoactive effects. So I think, and that's the biggest thing for a lot of people is like, it, it really it interferes with you in a in a mental way. But like, think about like alcohol or anything else. Nicotine even has some psychoactive effects. It makes you jittery, like caffeine. Yeah. yeah. So Every, like uh, anything we kind of ingest for its effects or a toxin or you know they're they're a drug in a way. Yeah, hundred percent. Like alcohol is a toxin; it does more than marijuana does. And nicotine's actually addictive, and they put shit in there to keep you addicted. I mean, the biggest thing is sugar, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah sugar's I mean, like worse than crack. It's supposedly. all been baked into our society to be okay, and I think we're slowly getting there with with weed. So I think in like 10, 20 years or whatever, like weed will be like sugar or alcohol or you anything said else. Baked. Okay. <laughs> nice. You said baked into our society. It, yeah, it'll be it'll be baked into the. It'll be just so baked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What a what an unintentional pun that was, right? <laughs> no, I, but it's it's certainly a uh, an interesting space because like it it's sort of in the Senate's court now because like the House is obviously like this is something we back. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's fine, we get it. But now the Republicans are using it as like, a, well, you how did Donald Trump for not doing enough against COVID, and now that you have this free time, you're spending it on weed and not COVID, which is 
unfair. I positive think. and negative to everything, man. Yeah. yeah. There's always a negative. And I think you could look at it and be like, well, sure, like they shouldn't be focusing on this right now. But Well, that's the other thing, too, is like if the bill was already slated to be voted for, no matter what. Yeah, yeah you have gonna, an order to vote for. It. Yeah. Like, do, follow your list of stuff. And like sometimes, and things do take like precedent and they do they do accelerate things yeah the they'll, list, they'll, but, they'll move things around for sure yeah but uh, well maybe nothing's going through right now with covid so yeah who knows well or yeah. the things that are trying to go through are super small and well it's also like we're in the middle of a transition period too so that's true so it's like hard a lot of that stuff is gonna did you be... see speaking of uh covid the bush obama and clinton all agreed to get yeah, the vaccine yeah to make everyone feel better to make everyone feel better about it which is kind of cool yeah, but they're all government shills so <laughs> Yeah, right? they're just bots. Yeah, <laughs> they're just pedestrians. <laughs> oh my god, PA uh, bots. Full I think it makes me feel more confident. No, because... it, it, I was. Yeah, I'm joking. I, yeah. I, I think I was talking to a friend about it, and I think I am gonna get it only because it uh, the vaccine. When I say it, um, because it'll just it'll Not make COVID. me feel. No, I don't want to get COVID. I want to get the vaccine. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get it. It'll make me feel a little more. I guess secure about being places. Yeah. Um, about seeing my parents, seeing people in general. Yeah. Because it's like I did my part. You know, yeah. At the very well, least. that's the other thing too is like I I've been talking to a friend from school about it and like it's gonna get to that point like the flu where you have the option to get vaccinated. Right. And if you don't, then it's fine. I'm gonna go out. You're gonna go out. You're taking on the risk of getting it, but that's your choice. Whereas mm-hmm. now it's like if I go out. And then I get, if I if I meet somebody who contracts it from me, like that's my fault because yeah, like I didn't take like the a precaution. Communal risk now because yeah. well, no not immunity. only that is like whenever you let it get in you, I, I forgot what it was like. <laughs> you let it get in. Whenever you, you let it inside you, um, <laughs> what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> Still thinking about Linus. Uh, oh, no. oh no, not Linus. No. Uh, and so. It, it has a higher chance to mutate, I'm pretty sure. I forget what it was. It's like uh, when you get herd immunity, you can effectively kill something off. Yeah. Right. And so if Which everyone is what we did, did with, it, what was it, polio? Uh, you th- What was it? Like smallpox? Yeah, smallpox. smallpox. There, was herd, yeah. there was herd immunity to the point where it pretty much didn't yeah, exist. Yeah, it couldn't, it couldn't mutate enough. Or but now that's, it, thanks to uh, anti-vaxxer Facebook moms, it's coming yeah. back, which is so, awesome. Yeah. Which is wild to me. So cool. Congrats, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so stupid. But so if you have like half the population vaccinated and then the other half, it's just sitting there mutating. So there's a reason for everyone to get vaccinated. Every 100%. Year. But yeah. if every single person got it, which not to say that the vaccine won't cause people to have adverse side effects, but right. in general, it's been that less people get hurt than if everyone gets vaccinated. Um, or sorry, I said that wrong. But if everyone gets vaccinated, less people get hurt. Right. Because um, I mean, well, that's because then was... you effectively kill it off, and then uh, the only things you have are side effects from the vaccine. Hundred percent. Yeah, and herd immunity and stuff like that is super important because it's like on any in any given year, like someone you know will get the flu, but like not everyone's getting the flu. Enough people yeah. get the vaccine every year so that like the flu is not a big deal. People and I don't want to downplay the flu because a lot of people still die of the flu, but like hundred uh, percent. If you take like a sample size of you know, I we'll say like healthy young adult to middle-aged people like the flu is not something to no. be concerned about I, and if because everyone was people are vaccinated if everyone is getting vaccinated i'd go get it too but i know not everyone vaccinates and i just at this point i'm like i, I haven't got the vaccine for like 13 years for flu and, and i've only caught it maybe three four times yeah i'm it, but when i do catch it it's pretty serious yeah the flu is is no joke for sure and i, I yeah, it's more me being yeah. stubborn or lazy than anything like it's not like i don't want to get the flu vaccine i just don't 
because yeah. I'm an idiot, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. You I don't. I don't mind. Getting okay. It. I don't mind. <laughs> I I just it's like I don't know. I, I I like to know that my body can fight it off. I'll That's get weird. it like if it's, it's required. Like, it's like alpha complex. Like, Fuck you, flu. I'm gonna just, get that virus. Uh, I'm just like punching myself in the chest. I dare you to get in me. I'll kill <laughs> you. Get inside me, punk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So I mean, it, it's. I I like I don't I don't even really know what to think about it because it's so polarizing. There are a lot of people who are like who think still that the coronavirus is fake, like it's a scam. Yeah. And then there are people who who think it's real but don't want to get the vaccine because Did, they think it's like going to be a way to like track. Yeah. There's so Dude, much conspiracy surrounding coronavirus. It's like if if the government is going to track you and learn all your information. Hey, well, they do already. Yeah, we it's already like have phones. We, we have, have so much cellular devices like you constantly being tracked. Exactly. Like, we like remember located. like eight years ago, right, when Edward Snowden blew the whistle on the NSA and yeah. basically said like, I was just talking about this in my national security class. Like the NSA, um, there was an event. There was an event where they accidentally, oh. what? I said, could you get me a clearance? No. Yeah, we need okay. clearance. Damn it. But, uh, there was an event uh, where the NSA accidentally captured uh, captured every phone call in Washington D.C. at the like, that. that they occurred. Like how do every, you just every accidentally do that. That's what I was saying. It's you like, know how much do you, data that is? That, how do you like? Oops, click the wrong button. Now we have everyone's phone records. And we have forty three thousand terabytes in, of phone calls in D.C. <laughs> and it's like, and I get it because on a grand scale, if you're the NSA, like that's like a flash drive worth of data. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they gather like like teraflops so of data. You know what that's I mean? Insane. Like yeah. like exabytes of uh, i don't even you know just massive amounts of data every every year so it's like that's a a flash in the pan but just to think that like organizations out there can have that much data at any given time like you're you're an idiot to think that the vaccine is on like if they are tracking you they've been tracking it's like that's that's the most like useless way to to do that I feel like 100. percent like, Did I ever tell you the story? Like when I worked, and then there was just okay. So <laughs> when I well, I'm gonna tell you the I story. <laughs> I worked. No, <laughs> no. That's so, it. I was a uh, pharmacy tech. That's and, how I met your mother. And well, no, no not the spoilers. <laughs> and so uh, just I was straight to the end. <laughs> I was a tech, and um, I worked for this real small pharmacy, and it was just me and a pharmacist all day. And we sat back to back. I mean, we turned around and talked to each other a lot, obviously, but it was like six feet apart, if not less. And so we we're always talking to each other and we'd always be scheming up something like, let's go get food. Let's go, let's go do this. And then depending on our topic of the day, we'd have a computer side computer playing Pandora with some chill music. The ads on Pandora would be related to what we we're talking about well, yeah. almost every day. Yeah. And it's wild. And, and I was like, there's only one computer has a mic. Like they're, they're using that one mic to collect data, you know, cause <clears throat> we talk about Tiff's treats or something. And then there would be an ad for Tiff's treats and be like, uh, he would talk about he needed a new uh, truck, and he's like, I was like, and he said I was thinking about a Jeep. Next next day, there's a Jeep ad, Jesus. and then we were talking about something politic based, and then Jeep there was truck, an bro. ad for a politician, no, a, a, a politician's ad. I was like, what what the hell's going on here? It's so it's kind of creepy. It's one of those things like a lot of people say it's coincidental, a lot of people say it's data no, gathering, but it's like it's not how I have I how I've always thought about it. It's like Google. Like, what do you think Google's in the business of? Like, yeah, they're in the business of us. Like, yeah. their business is our data and our money, and that that data is money to them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like we we are their bargaining chip. We're a profile, and everybody who has a Google account, everybody who uses Google, like you're 
you're just a pawn in the you're just I'm a pawn okay in the machine. With it, though. They offer a lot of free shit. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm not complaining, but to, like I'm just no, like, like to circle back the idea that it's like this vaccine is how the government is deciding to like like you're just an idiot. Yeah. Like no. you're you're gonna talk about I'm not getting that vaccine, but you're gonna carry around this like device in your pocket that's always connected to yep. satellites you got like, a smart smart device in every room and it has all of, like your your banking information it's on like, it. yeah. like you're straight up just they know everything dumb. about you if they want to it's like i will yeah. only listen to that argument about vaccines if you're amish there you go that's pretty much it we've given we've given up like personal privacy so long ago yeah. like willingly yeah. that it's ridiculous people are just like and nah. i don't mind like if you're someone that's not willing to give that up well i mean i i, t- I don't want to say this because some people do do like they they respect the the privacy but if you're if you don't have if you don't if you have a problem with someone investigating your whole life like i get that maybe you're doing something sus yeah you have something else going on if you're worried about that too if you're worried about the government snooping in your stuff yeah you probably have a reason to worry about and if you're listening to this podcast i would like clearance please okay can we get clearance from the government if you're listening government out there top secret just they're just gonna get an email it's like you have clearance now (laughs) how nine thousand, please give me clearance investigate me investigate dude it's gonna take so long they'll text you back in a year that's fine so on know. episode 52 of this podcast we'll Epis- yeah episode 52 <laughs> no we'll no, no. 52 back. plus four plus two, yeah 56. i guess that's true All right, so yeah. episode 56 we'll talk about if caleb has his clearance or not yeah and episode 69 will be interesting yeah yeah <laughs> what are we gonna do for episode 69 change positions we'll okay. probably all we'll probably invert. <laughs> all <right. Yeah. laughs> we'll be all upside down dude, come on <laughs> head to toe don't well, that's what it's, it's like. You turn upside down. Don't do it. I'm doing it. You're talking out your ass. Dude, that was He great. would be on episode 69. Hell yeah. I mean, I think I generally do. So, <laughs> I have a story. Okay. I have a, a title for a story that I would like you guys to guess. I'm ready. We're, since we're getting to the end of this. Um, this one is called Non-Earth Plants. Okay, high on Mars. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> high on Mars. Oh, uh, are you talking like the ISS? Possibly. The ISS grows plants. Um, non-Earth plants. It's like some weird strain of weed, probably. <laughs> yeah, just that like... alien kush. OG, like, Perseon 6 kush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Titan, Titan 9. Titan 9. Titan 9 hemp. Titan 9 icy boy kush. There you go. You're gonna have to fill us in here. Uh, Greg basically got it. The uh, first radish crop has been grown on the International Space Station. Don't do it, Kitty. Don't come up here, buddy. And, and which is insane. Radish. Yeah. Out of all the things, you could out grow. of everything. I guess a root's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah. Well, that's was, that's what I was gonna say. Is like I think potatoes, I think it's too, cool because right? it's just, a root. Yeah. That's what he grew in the Martian with his duty. Hey, duty. Yeah. Duty potent. Duty dude, potatoes. That, dude, that that book is actually hilarious. If you so if y'all have watched the movie. I have the Martian. Seen the movie. If you've watched the Martian, the movie, it's not as nearly as funny as the book. The book is absolutely hilarious. Well, it's also got like a really gold. good basis in science too, right? Oh yeah, it, it it makes a lot of sense. It does. I think you know you can always find something wrong with it, but right. for the most part, I wasn't upset at it. There's only so much you can do. Coming like, from you, have you to that's take, actually good. You have to take yeah. some liberties with the story to make it like interesting. It can't just True. be like science, yeah. science, science. It just be a textbook. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I enjoy when they kind of like 
go crazy with it because it shows you its creativity. It's like, maybe we could, if we think about things differently, because a lot of times things are radically changed when we think about Well, true. And that's what I like about ready player one, because it's like, it's all yeah. sci-fi, but it's based in like a, a, like a potential reality. Definitely another recommendation for sure. Yeah. And ready if, player two. Now you say ready player two is out. Yeah. And I'm about halfway through it. So super nice. pretty good. Yeah. I like it a lot. If, yeah. If you, if you really like like sci-fi or gaming topics or anything like that, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's really heavy on gaming. It's about sort of like VR and stuff like that. But if you like sci-fi books, I'd really Nothing check it like out. Nothing like the, uh, the movie. Nothing at all. No. no, the book is, the book is great. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I'd recommend reading the book first. Um, if mm, you... I'd say, I'd say watch the movie first. I don't think either one ruins the other, but the book has way more and you, you might be feeling lackluster if you watch the movie after. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, save yourself the time and don't watch the movie. Oh, just at just, all? Just read the book. Just only? If, if, yeah. you, if you really like the story after reading the book, then watch the but movie. But if you're not a book person, watch the movie. But, yeah, fine. and if you're not a book yeah. person, watch the movie, but or just if, know if that you made the wrong person, <laughs> Listen to the audiobook. There you go. I don't, you? I don't think the movie detracts from anything, though. True, listen to the audiobook. It's that's honestly its own thing. Like, I don't mind it, but at the same time, I wish it were more true to the story. They, it's They're their own things. They took... Two different it's two different stories really yeah i mean the audiobook is 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 narrated by will wheaton both of them are will wheaton will wheaton and and he's and he's actually name. mentioned in both of the books because he's a pretty big staple in sci-fi from he? his time on firefly which mm -hmm. is like a was a, a sci-fi show and they mention it in big bang theory Never a lot. seen it but um yeah he was he was one of the main characters in firefly but firefly it's cool because he does a really good job narrating it and he's got like a, a nice like youthful voice but he reads it in like a pretty involved way that's cool you yeah. have to also check out i i read through well it was a digital book but i read it right of what of uh the ready player one. Oh, nice yeah such yeah. a good book one of yeah, my i read it digitally books. too mm -hmm. on my phone i listened to it i took the easy way out really yeah i i usually enjoy to read because it's like i do my own narration and so my imagination goes more freely when i read yeah it's, it is cool to kind of get your own like picture and like everything yeah. just you, you get it as, as somewhat when you're listening but such i feel like they thought they read quicker than I would, so I I think more between sentences if that makes sense. Yo, that's sentences. a that's a thing that, makes sense. that some people like people who read fast. I don't understand that. I, I, I really like to just like like absorb everything. Absorb right? the yeah, words. I mean, I like, get being able to read fast, especially if it's not something you're interested in. But it's like yeah, like I can scan and like read. I can read quick. Like I feel like a lot of people who read slower can read at a higher level yeah. or more quickly. But I feel like the slower reading is more in depth and yeah I, I don't want to blast through a book it's like you feel like yeah. you can take time on it and really picture what they're talking about and i think it's because of, of it. movies that i do that because like i want to read it and picture like the scenes playing out like in real time you right. know yep yeah and, and then you have like not just like oh he did this and this and this and this that's like, why i think I'm, I'm a little unfair with the movie uh accusation too because it's like I have my whole, I have a whole ass movie in my head yeah, for sure. of what I've developed from reading that book. And that's why I like paperbacks. Well, that's why Ready Player One, well, that's why Ready Player One's movie disappointed so much is because like they changed the story a little bit. That's, I think that's where it stems to is like they did change the story. Yeah. And I mean, you almost kind of have to in a yeah, way, like they, they put their that. own, they only, they put their own spin on it, but it's like. I watched yeah. the movie before reading the book, and then when I read the book, I was like, oh, I kind of wish I never saw the movie now. Yeah, I, like, I understand why they did it, because it's not going to do well. They're not going to get their money back and all that animation. And I thought it, I defend it, because I think I think it was super cool to have two different stories. Based around the same Based concept. around the same thing. Well, yeah. they had to, they had to have a scene with all of it. those licensed cars in them. Like, they just could, they, they licensed, like, every fucking, yeah. like, sci-fi car in the world. They were like, how are we going to justify this? We got to yeah. put them in a Yeah, race. that's, like, how they paid for all the <laughs> yeah. movie, right? 
but it's cool because like you you get these challenges in the book that they go through and you're like oh that's so cool how they did that but then you go watch the movie if they did the same thing you'd be like well i already kind of know like that's fair so it's hey, cool that they I mean, changed it you. up but i mean you, like you a... know like at the end no matter what the good guy's gonna win or does he but right well we could spoil it now the movie came out like yeah i mean it's been a ago. while but <laughs> the one thing i hated about the movie was the love interest that is set up so much better in the movie yeah they're like or in the book yeah they're just like in love in the movie like they they meet in the race once and then they're like in love yeah yeah and then they just meet up on the roof they're like yeah this is it yeah like we're married now yeah it's we're like pretty you, much like hello that was in probably the, that's probably the worst part in my in eyes. the book yeah. it was like a playful little romance because mm -hmm. they were both were fighting for everything and they were they were competitors like yeah exactly and yeah and there's a whole there was a whole time where they had like downtime because he admitted like he was like really serious about her and she was like you don't know me and like it creates a little more like dramatic yes, suspense exactly. in the relationship you don't really know what's because she happen. had like trust issues and yeah stuff. yeah and, and that's why i just think like and that's i said this i think to caleb yesterday it would have been would have been way better as a tv show because you just said it would have had way more time to like fledge yeah. out the story what that's yeah. the limiting factor right is like it doesn't cost much to write a book no as long as you want it to be right it costs and, millions of dollars to to make a movie. Yeah, that, the budget for Ready Player One, one must have been huge. Yeah, of all the licensings. Yep, licensing fees. But I mean, like we're watching The Witcher show now. That's and, a good show. And I just I think about like if that was a movie, it would have gotten it all wrong because it's like you have to paint those pictures mm -hmm. slowly. I've never seen. I've never played The Witcher, so I have no idea on the lore behind that. They get it pretty pretty much spot on. Like they, I paint. feel like The Witcher is kind of like a free-to-play game so it's kind of create your own and he just has his his lore and they have to follow that so you're saying the like world's lore like it feels like an open world like it's yeah. almost like a single player mmo yeah yeah okay so that. that's that's what i kind of pictured it as yeah it's kind of like fallout well yeah it's like it's like an rpg yeah, it's basically way. like fallout it's like an rpg in that way where it's you like could do you a fallout of... movie and you could take it so many ways and it would be accurate yeah probably just, except for four I... because fallout 4 sucks 76 <laughs> 76 is also bad. No, no, no. 4 is okay. 76 I like six is trash. 4 is 4 is only bad because they paint you into a corner with the character you play as. Yeah. I hate 4 that. is only bad because of 3. It's like you are you are Sean, <laughs> you are either Sean's dad or Sean's mom. Yeah. And your whole game now is trying to yeah. find Sean. And before I mean there is multiple storylines but that's like the overarching. Well, I mean that's you get right. to choose factions. Yeah, stuff. I mean you get to choose factions but yeah. the whole goal is like find Sean. But even yeah. your comment on my 4, 4 is bad because of 3, I would say 4 is bad because of New Vegas. That's true. There, and was, three, three is like a little bit less bad. Because well, New Vegas, Vegas is the best one, hands down. Yeah, like, there's no. No, three's better. <laughs> we can we can argue that for hours. No, no, no. Honestly, I, I I definitely think they have their own right because of the time. If you take in time when they came out into consideration, they're probably pretty close to level. That's fair. Yeah. But I, the I, I, something about like the Vegas vibe was just always super cool and special. It had the to perfect me. like the story was sick too. The story was really good and like everything like. Especially three and New Vegas, the Fallout series, both of like those games, like the missions, like felt like they meant something. In Fallout yeah. Four, you're just doing the same grunt work mission for Preston Garvey for like 16 hours. Yeah, hour. that's true. Yeah, I didn't have the same fun playing Four as no. I did three Four or was New Vegas. boring. Yeah, I did none of the the base building stuff. Yeah, I skipped all were, that. You were better off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. They tried to add that, and I don't think it worked out. Too no. We're so out of like off out of touch. I guess talking about into, like Fallout book review, right? movie review for like so long, but yeah. Um, but what are we going to talk about? 76? True. <laughs> Laughable. I mean, 76 was a joke. <laughs> and they wouldn't even give me a refund. I played it for like probably 20 minutes. That that sucks. Yeah. yeah, they were like, thank God someone bought it. <laughs> they had an open box policy for digital games. Once you download it, you oh, couldn't get a refund. Yeah. What? Yeah. They, I, where'd you buy it through? 
Bethesda was the only place you could buy it from. Oh, that makes sense. Because Steam has a 24-hour. Well, now it's on Steam, so you can refund it. Yeah. That's why they released... Because, I mean, they knew it wasn't done, so they released it on their own launchers so that they could... 17 times. So that they could handle the release (laughs) policy. Or the refund policy. 17 times the amount of fuck you. 16 16 times the level of detail. And fuck you. Yeah. We're going to take your money. For for those listening, I highly recommend watching... um, We're going to wrap up, but I highly recommend watching uh, Internet Historian's Fallout 76 video. So you can sort of learn yep. what we're talking about. It sort of sums up the catastrophe that was that <laughs> Just game. so much went wrong. So much. Yeah, 100%. But we'll, and we'll, we'll end it there because there's I a have big, one more recommendation. Yeah, we could a, talk about that forever. There's a big yeah. rabbit hole to go so, down. So with, if you like Ready Player One or two, the, the, the author, Ernest Klein also has a book called Armada, which no one knows about. Read that too. I know about or it. listen to it. No shit. Pretty good. What'd you say? I said I know about it. He's like, yeah, I know everything. <laughs> I was actually I was gonna read that after Ready Player Two. I have the book, so I'll just you can just get it from my house. Okay, cool. I didn't want it to spoil Ready Player Two, so I was just gonna wait until reading Ready Player Two to read Armada. Armada is like a different beast. Well, no, I know. I, I didn't want it to be bad and then affect it affect <laughs> like, the way like actually I saw spoil Ready it. Player Two. I get what you're saying. Like spoil yeah. the feeling I was gonna yeah. have for Ready Player Two. Yeah, I get it. Cool. So, uh, parting thoughts: We're gonna have colonies in space that have radishes, and we're gonna have robots up there that deliver our mail. Probably. They're called pedestrians. It's kind of rude. They're uh, pseudo sentient. Right. That's true. Yeah, they are. They are pedestrians. True. True. But this is our our second day in a row now recording the podcast because Greg and his wife are gonna take a vacation. So big if, vacation. Uh, yeah, big vacation. So if anything sounds off with our energy, that's why we're recording these back to back to back. So. Yep. But it doesn't because it's perfect. It's Running the tank dry. Because we're nuts, huh? <laughs> we're absolutely cracked at podcasting. We're, just, so. we're so cracked at podcasting. Yeah. But on the off chance you notice anything, that's why. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> just it's worth mentioning. But, you know, it shouldn't affect you as a listener because we're nuts. But Correct. Anyway, yeah, we're cracked. Thanks, uh, but thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Yeah, go ahead and uh, rate this five stars or we'll uh, come to your house and same mean things probably yeah we'll show up right at your door and instead of christmas carols we'll just insult you <laughs> we'll also uh we'll just do the podcast really loudly outside we'll just crank it so you have to listen to it. live podcast uh, five stars please <laughs> five stars yeah. by the way re-review you suck thanks for listening guys adios Peace.